Okay, that's the idea. I just want to sharpen one point we had yesterday. We talked yesterday about Takonasa Shovim. Uh, so there actually is yesterday we mentioned three different applications of the idea of Takanas HaShavim. I just want to make sure that they don't get confused from the point. The idea of Takanas HaShavim is, and it's going to come up again and again and again, is that we want to be makel on the Gazan. On one hand, we want to make on the Gazan. He stole, and if we too machmer on him, he's not going to want to do tshuva. But that actually came out in three different ways. We had Rabbi Yechner, Rabbi Yechner, who wanted to say that when the Mish, that really Shino, he said, is Shino is Eina Eina, and therefore you have to return the Shvach. But because of Takanas HaShavim, we don't make you return the so in that case, it was to make it kishas hagzela. So really, you should pay whatever the animal's worth now, but we make it on you and let you pay kishas hagzela because of takanas hashavim. Then we had the more encompassing takanas hashavim, which says, we don't take money from you at all. In any of these cases, we're not going to make you pay Rebbe's takana because of the person who didn't want to do tshuva at all. In that case, we say, don't give us money back at all. Maybe you're supposed to give it back to the Kavah Shemayim, but we're not supposed to take it from you. That was the most extreme takanas hashavim. And then at the Gemara, we ended off at the end of the daf yesterday, on the top of Tzadihei, was this idea by the Marish. When you stole a piece of wood, you built it into the house, so you did not do a shini at all. In that case, really, you should have to give back the piece of wood. Again, assuming in a case where, where, you, where, like we said yesterday, either without the Takana of Rebbe, or Rebbe's Takana was only when the Gzela was gone, in this case, the Gzela is there, so you would have to give it back. Takana Sashavim says, we don't make you take it out, but you still have to pay. Right? So there were three different applications of Takana Shavim. One is you don't have to take it out, but you still have to pay. One is you don't have to pay at all. And one is you have to pay, but only Kishas Gzela, not including the Shvach. So it, it could come in different formats. Just keep track when we say Takana Shavim. doesn't necessarily always mean the same thing. Then the Gemara. The Mishnah said, and this is the second halach in the Mishnah. The first halach in the Mishnah was Gozal Eitzim. The second halach in the Mishnah was Gozal Parah. So it said in the Mishnah, Gozal Parah Muberes Viyolda, or Rachel Tuna Vigozal, Mishalam Dumei Parah, I made this Lele. So in that case, you pay the value of what the cow was before it gave birth. And we said a second case in the mission in that situation was, if it was Gazel Parah Venis Yolda, so it became pregnant while it was by you, and it also gave birth. In that case also, Misham Kishas Akzela. It is interesting in the mission that the case number one I just mentioned, it doesn't say Misham Kishas Akzela. It says Misham Parah Haimedis Leleid. And the last case, it says the, law, the standard law, which we normally use of Kishas Akzela. It's not clear if there's a difference between those. Okay, the Farshim Mishnah has struggled with the Tashyatav says Tzarachim, why it doesn't say the same Lashim. So in case you're curious, it's not 100% clear. But clearly the Mishnah is telling the Salacha on Misham Kishas Akzela. We have two reasons why that could be. That could be the Ikka reason because of Shinui Kaina. Right? Once, it, once it changed, once it gave birth, giving birth is a Shinui in the animal, and therefore you, that's considered the Vlad is now owned by the Goslin, and he only has to pay back the value of the animal at the time that he stole it, which was the value of a pregnant animal. And according to Rashi, to make it clear, you're actually giving back the cow, right? You're giving back the cow physically. The shinu is not in the cow. You're giving back the cow. Plus, you have to add on some money of the difference between the cow the way it's worth now, which is without a flood in it, and the pregnant cow, which is worth a little bit more. So you pay the cow plus some cash. Okay. We also had Rabbi Yechiran. Rabbi Yechiran said yesterday, at least in the Havamina, at least according to Rabbi Chia, that the reason for the Mishnah is because of Takanas HaShavim. It's not because of Shinei Kaina, even if you have Shinei Eina Kaina, but you could agree with the Allah of the Mishnah because of Takanas HaShavim. We don't make you pack back the Shvach. We let you do, we let you pay back Kishas HaGzela. Now the Gemara brings a Brisa, which seems to say, again, argue on this Mishnah. Tanur Rabbanu. Hagoizu Rachel Vagazza, or Argus is Parviola, it could be it's all one case, either way. Mishalim Oisa, Vesgizusev, Vesvodesev, Divrei Meir. Your mayor says you give it all back. 
the way it is now, meaning you have to give back the original animal, plus the Vlad, plus any Giza, basically sounds like Shinoyenikaina. That the fact that the animal changed doesn't make a difference, and you have to give it all back. I was going to discuss in a second if that is actually Shittas or Meir. Rabbi Huda Aimer, no. Gezela Chazeres Beina. You give the Gezela back the way it is now, sounds like Rabbi Huda saying Shinoi. Kaina, and therefore you only give back the animal the way it is now without the Vlad in it. Maybe you have to pay the difference, as we said, but you don't have to give back the Vlad. The Vlad is Nikna to the Gazlan. Seemingly the same thing as Behuda. We'll see in Amad exactly what Behuda and Behuda is differently arguing about. If you view that the animal, how much it was worth, again, seemingly at the time that he stole it. How much it was worth at the time that he stole it, that's what he has to pay, but he does not have to give back the Vlad. So it seems like that Behuda and Behuda are seeing what our Mishnah says, although they seem to be arguing about something, it's not clear what. And Remeir seems to be arguing on our Mishnah. So it says the Gemir Bailu. What is Pshat and Remeir? There could be two possibilities how we learn out Remeir. Does he argue on the whole concept? And he says that we steal an animal, like Rabbi Yechanan said in the Havim, Asher Gazal, you give it back. Whatever you stole, you give back. Whatever condition it's in, you stole a pregnant animal, you have to give it back no matter what, including the Vlad. Maybe he holds for other halachas, Rashi's Hagez, and all these other halachas we discussed. Shinoi does make a difference. But over here we have another point. Over here on the opposite side of Takanas Hashavim, where we want to be makel on the Ganif, where there's the idea of Knas, that why should the Ganif make money off something that he stole? In this case, if you hold Shinoi and he stole a pregnant animal, the animal gives birth, they're letting the Gazan keep the blood. The Gazan is actually making money off the deal. That's not so nice. It's not nice just for, you know, the, the, the environment, for, for Kiyam of the Hevra over here, that people could steal and make money off of it. So maybe even if you hold Shinui Kaina, and he should be able to keep the Vlad, maybe Ramir makes a knas on him and says he has to return the Vlad anyways. So he's not arguing fundamentally on the Mishnah, but he is arguing halakhically on the Mishnah, because it is Dindra but on this knas. Lamay Nafkamino. What would be the practical nafkamina? Who cares? What if the animal goes down in value? So now the whole, in our case, we're talking about where the animal gave birth, so now altogether it's worth a lot more. What if the animal had a shinui that caused it to go down in value? See, if you hold that it is shinui enakarni, you give back the animal the way it is now. It was worth 100, now it's worth 50. If you hold shinui enakarni, you give back the 50 shekel animal. No problem. But if you hold really shinui kind and you should have to pay the higher value, the reason the mayor said that you don't give back the that you give back the value is because of a knas. Well, that's not going to make a knas, but the animal goes down in value. The knas is only if the animal if the animal in the resulting vlad goes up in value. So what does your mayor hold? Is it a din only when you make extra money that we knas you, or is it stam a din that shinui ain't a kaina and you give back the vlad no matter what? So Tashima, let's try to bring a right to Shitz's mayor. If you steal an animal, it gets old, significantly old. Not just, obviously, every animal gets a day older when you steal it, okay? I mean, significantly older than it was before you stole it. So there it says you pay Kishasa Gzela. You made a Shinui, Shinui Kaina. So you pay back what is originally worth, even though it went down in value. Specifically by an Evid, an Evid, which is Daimita Karka, and Karka is Enan Gzelas. No such thing as stealing land. You could, tr- you could kick somebody out of the land, but the land always belongs to the original owner. There's no kinyin gzela in a karka, and therefore no kinyin gzela in Eved. So according to him, it says, by an Eved specifically, then you say, because I never actually took it from you. But by a behema, 
you would say, all right, shalchal fanecha. Vilu behemah b'shasak zela. And Mary seems to say, by when you steal the behemah and it goes down in value, you give it back the way it is now, no matter what. Vizokat hasasar meyer shinim b'mekamirayinin. If her meyer held on the other side, that there's no such thing as a shinui, I feel behemah nami. Even by behemah, you should say that it doesn't make a difference. Ela lav shaminaka, so her meyer shinui kaina, really shinui is kaina. And therefore, when the behemah goes down in value, the gazlan is going to be kind of the behemoth b'shinoi, and he's going to have to pay it back. Says, so when it goes up in value, it's a special class. We don't let the gazlan keep it through the shinoi. So my love tafkas that arrive from that price, huh? It could be a mayor who's just responding in the shitas abon. Meaning, lidi di, I hold shinoi in a kind I hold the shini makes no difference. And even by a mehemah, it doesn't matter. You say, and you can give back the animal, whatever it is, because there's no such thing as a shini. If you hold that a shini, does make a difference. But at least be mighty to me that that halacha of shini that you want to apply should not apply to an evident akarka, because evident akarka is not something you steal. If you don't steal, there's no shini to be made. And on that, remember, but a lawyer after Kimatalzli, I mean, they argue and they say, and evidence for this halacha at least has a thing like Kimatalzli. So it could be that this whole discussion, this brisa, is only in Shittas Rabbanon that a shuni makes a difference. But maybe a mayor himself holds a shuni doesn't make a difference. Even if it goes down in value, you can give it back the way it is. So Tashma, bring a ride from another case, by a case of not gezela. What if you give someone wool? to dye for you, to make it a color. And instead of making it red, he makes it black. Instead of making it black, he makes it red. So he doesn't do what you said he's supposed to do. So he ruined your wool. right? He ruined the wool, but the wool now is worth more than it was. You gave him raw wool. You told him, I need you to make it red because I need a matching sweater that's red. And he made it black. So he definitely did not do what you, was, what you asked him to do. But the black wool that he created now is definitely worth more than the raw wool that he gave you. So the the woman over here, the person who did this, who ruined it, he has to pay you back the value of the roll. It's like a, it's like a shinui coin. He made a shinui. He changed it. Once he changed it, any shvach now is owned by the uman, and he pays you back the value of the raw wool. So what do you see clearly in your mayor? He doesn't give you back the black wool now, the mice of the black wool is worth more than the raw wool. He only pays you back for the value of the raw wool, and that which you became black, the woman gets to keep. So what do we see clearly in mayor? If a mayor held, that a shini makes no difference, so he should have to give you back the, the value of the wool the way it is now, or the actual wool, if it exists. Must be we see from over there that no. The mayor agrees. When you make a shinoi, you're kind And if the animal goes down in value through your shinoi, you cannot say, you have to pay him back the value, because that's the luck of shinoi, triggers the point that you have to pay him back the value where it was then. But the mayor holds, when it goes up in value, we're not going to let you benefit through that. So therefore we see that Rimeir doesn't fundamentally argue in our Mishnah. He agrees with the concept of the Mishnah Shinoi Kaina, and when it affects the when the Shinoi Kaina affects the Gaza negatively, that's great. When it affects the Gaza positively, then Rimeir steps in and says, No, 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 we're not going to let the Ganif benefit by something he stole, and then we're going to make him give back the Vlad as well. And the, our Mishnah doesn't say that clearly. Our Mishnah clearly says that the Ganav keeps the Vlad. So there is a, the Gazlan keeps the Vlad. So there is a Machlaikis between the Mishnah and the Mishnah, but it's a Machlaikis and a Dindra Bonan of this Knast.
Another way to understand this is that this is not even a Shiloh. There's no question that Ramer says like this that it's a din knas. Why? Rav switched the price that we quoted before. Rav learns as follows. Before we said the Rav Bonin held Misham and then we said Ramer was talking Shitas Rabbanan. Rav, when he learned that price, switched the Shitas around. And Ramer clearly said, that clearly, if it goes down in value, a mayor 100% says, you pay Kishasak Zele, which clearly means, Shinu Yikaina. Because if you go, Shinu Yikaina, you would say, So clearly, a mayor says that. It was the Rabbanan who said, that in evidence, it didn't like Karka, a mayor said, it didn't like Matalton, therefore you see, clearly, no question, clearly, a mayor says, when it goes down in value, you must pay back the original value, you cannot say, because Shinu Yikaina. And over here, it's a din knas when it goes up in value. But we did have a shiloh. The shiloh we had was as follows. When a mayor made this knas, what's the nature of a knas? Sometimes the knas is because it's an ethical issue. We don't want the Ghanif making the Gazan over here making money off something he stole, so we knas him. Sometimes the knas is because he did an avera. He's trying to take advantage of the system, so he can ask him and say, you have to give the money back. But that would only make sense if he did it amazing. If he did it b'shegig, then Lavdaf gives a reason to kenas him. If we're, the, the nature of the kenas is because there's an ethical issue over here, we don't want someone making money off somebody else in any circumstance, then we can ask you even b'shegig. It's not because of what you did, it's just the ethical concerns over here. But if it's because of a kilo, like a punishment for what you did, then it only makes sense we punish you if you did the shinui b'mezim, not if you did it b'shegig. He's, it's not a question of, oh, a que- well, we'll see in the case in a second. It's not a question of what he said. It's a question of the nature of what happened. Look in the Gemara right away. Tashmah. Normally, obviously, when you lend somebody money, so they can collect from you, the b'nei chari, the money you have, a karka you have, and they can also collect from lekuches. They collect from mishubadim. If you sold a field, after you borrowed the money, you can't pay back the money, the person will collect from the person you sold the field to. There are five cases where that's not true. Okay, we're not going to go through all of them here. It's going on Ksubis. There are five cases where you can only collect from B'nai Chayrit, only from things which are readily available at the person who owns the money, not necessarily from Mishubadim. And they are Eluhein, Paris, Shvach Paris. Okay, we're not going to go through what those are. We'll see what the case of Shvach Paris is. That's what we're going to focus on. Paris is going on Ksubis. The Makabal of Lozan has been someone who agrees to support his stepchildren, supporting your own children. That's a Chivan you. You can even collect from Mishubadim. Supporting stepchildren. That's above and beyond. That does not apply in Lekuchos. If you have a shtar, regular halva, but it does not say in it that there's a chayis nechassim that the malve can collect from the Lekuchos of life. It doesn't say it. If it doesn't say it, then he can't. Or or if you have an Aksuba, normally the Aksuba says that the husband is to pay the woman the money and on all is the chassim, the less man a chayis, this man a chayis, he's makabal, everything. But if you have a Aksuba which doesn't say it in there, then you can't. Then you can only collect from the cash the person has. You cannot collect from any field. Now, that is an interesting price. So why? Because, man we out of the Gemara and Subas said, there's a concept called Achrayis To'u Sofer, that even though a star does not say you can collect from the Kuchais, by definition, it means that way. Chazamid Takona, Takona's Bezdin, that every star when a Marvel lends money, or a Ksuba has money, a Chiyof, you can always collect from the Kuchais, even if it doesn't say it. 
But this price says not. This price says if it says it, you can. If it does not say it, you cannot. Whose sheet is that? That's her mayor. That's clearly sheet of mayor and all of Shas. Her mayor holds a chayas love to so. Okay. So we've established step one that this price is sheet is her mayor. Okay. Now step two. What are the cases of the price and how does that affect our shayla of the kanas by shayla? So one of the cases we mentioned was something called shvach peris. For katani peris, vishvach peris. What is shvach peris? So what is that case? Hechi dami. I'll tell you the case. You steal a, fair, a field. You sell it to somebody else. And that second person invests in the field, and now the field, the crops grow, etc. Now, and now the original owner comes and takes it back from the lokeach. The lokeach now comes and has tainers on the person who sold him the field. You sold me a stolen field. You have to pay me back the money I gave you, and you have to pay me back for the fruits that grew on the field. When he goes to collect from the person who sold him the stolen field, when I sell you a stolen field, and now you come back to collect for me, so it's I owe you money. There's a chayas on the field. There's a chayas on the field. You collect from me the money. If I have cash, I pay you cash. If I don't have cash, you go collect from my lakukas anybody I sold the fields to. But as a shvach, that which the field went up in value now, above and beyond that, that you can only collect from nechasim mishubad. Okay, that you call uh, what I write? Sorry, nechasim You cannot collect from the mishubadim. You only collect from the cash that the the gazlan has, right? The asabal arav shakal arav Now wait a second. What are we talking about over here? We're talking about over here that the person who had the field stolen from him, the nigzel, comes and takes back the field and the stuff that grows on the field. Now the stuff that grows on the field is a shinui. There's a change happened to that. Why is he taking that at all? So if you're old Shinu Kaina, there's no way he's taking that. Okay, it's not going to happen. Elamai, it's either you're old Shinu Kaina, or, as we've said in Remeir, Remeir does not hold Shinu Kaina, really Shinu Kaina, but we do not allow the Gazlin, or in this case the Lokea who bought it from the Gazlin, to benefit from the field that was there. Now, the person who, that makes sense of what we call the Kanas. Our question was, is the Kanas in the case of Shagig, or is it in the case of Mezid, or also in the case of Shagig? Over here, where did the Shvach happen? By the Lokea. Lachar the Lokech has no idea what's going on over here, and he doesn't even know the Lokech. Says the Gemara, my love, Ba'ama Oretz, Lo Yoda the Karka Nigzelus, and Nigzelus, of Yolachi, Asi Bal Karka, Vashaka, Ayra, Vashwache. Lachar, we're talking about an Amaretz, who doesn't know these detailed halachas. The truth is, by Karka, by Karka, it's always like we said, Karka's and an Exelus, and it's an Exelus. He doesn't know the difference one or the other, and therefore, he's being Mashbiach the land, he assumes it's already his, and he can do whatever he wants with it. Lamaisa turns out it's not as he loses it. So you see that we do not allow the Goslin or his, 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 the Lokech who came on behalf of the Goslin to benefit from the field, even in a case of Shagig. So you see that Ramirez cannot sort of apply in the case of Shagig. Vishmamina Bashagig Nami Kamis. Someone now Amri. Lloyd, but like Tamakhachum Vyada. Maybe we're talking about Kech Tamakhachum, who knows what's going on here. He might not know it's stolen, but at least he knows the halacha of it. And therefore he's Khoshesh it's stolen, he got a cheap price. And therefore maybe over here the Knas is only because it's mazes. We have no Raya necessarily from this case. But Tashma, the case we just quoted. In the case where the guy dyed the wool the wrong color. That's clearly a case of shaking. It's not a case of maize. He wasn't dyeing it the wrong color on purpose. He was dyeing it the wrong color by accident. And we said over there, you give him back the value of the raw wool, 
But even though the raw wool is worth less than the new wool, even though it's the wrong color, but it's colored wool is always better, worth more than non-colored wool, he doesn't have to give back because we knas the uman for the fact that he's going to be making money off someone else's stuff. We knas you. Now, over here we should knas him also. He, made, he took raw wool of somebody else and he made it black. Yes, he was supposed to make it red, but he made it black. Black is worth more. Why do we let him keep the black wool and pay the raw value? Must be in this case. There's no knas. In this case, So therefore, we're coming out now. Let's just wrap this up before we move on to the next piece. Remeyer holds Shino is kind of. And therefore, Rameir holds if the thing goes down in value or goes up in value, really the Gazan should keep it and he has to pay Kishasa Gzela. However, whenever it goes up in value, we don't want the Gazan making money. If it was a case of Mezid, if he did it Mezid, if he, if he was Mashpich Mezid, we don't want him to be making money. It's not ethical that he should be making money off someone else's stuff. We punish him and then we say he has Medrabonan, he has to return the Shvach that he, that he, that he delivered. If it goes down in value, then he cannot say he would have to return it is That is Shitas Mayor in the Bryce. We then brought in the Bryce Shitas of Yehuda and Shitas of Shimon. We seem to argue. Pashup they seem to be saying like our Mishnah. Shinikaina, and if you have Shinikaina, you do not give back the Shvach. The Gazan gets to keep the Shvach. Any Shvach that it, that it appreciated before, afterwards based on a Shinui, the Gazan does not have to give back. But Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon said it in different ways. Rabbi Yehuda said, Gazela Chazeres Be'ineh, and Rabbi Shimon said, Reina Saikilu Shuma Etzloi Bekesef. So Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon seem to be arguing about something on Rabbi Meir, but it's not clear what, says the Gemara. Yehuda and Gazela Chazeres Be'ineh, Rabbi Shimon and Reina Saikilu Shuma Etzloi Bekesef, my Be'inayu. Or some girsas have a little different, but my commitment. What is the machlekes between the They both seem to be seemingly saying the same point that the shinoi is not going to be kind in this case. The shinoi is kind. I'm sorry, and the Gaza gets to keep the vlad. Amar of Zvid. So we're going to have two pshatim. Rav Zvid said, "Beshvach shall What about if you have the animal? You steal an animal that's empty, not pregnant, and it gets pregnant. Okay. So in a case where it gets pregnant, so that was the shinoi. Getting pregnant itself is a shinoi. Okay, and now you get caught before it gives birth. So if it gave birth, they say that's a shinui, and a shinui is kind, and the goslin gets to keep the vlad. Okay, what if it didn't give birth yet? If it didn't give birth yet, what do you do in this case? According to Mayor Knas, you have to give it all back, no problem, because we don't want the goslin benefiting. According to Yehudin of Shimon, generally speaking, you say shinui kind, getting pregnant is a shinui, the goslin should get to keep the vlad. Comes along to Behuda over here and says, No, Behuda suffered the Nigzal Havre. Behuda says, If it's still attached to the para, if it has not yet been given birth or a sheep that grew wool, since it's still physically attached to the para, physically attached to the sheep, that goes back. We do not say Shini Kain on something that's still attached. Since the animal itself, as we said according to the way Rashi explained it, is going back to the Nigzal, so then the, anything still attached to it also goes back to the Nigzal. So when he said Chazeres Be'ena, he meant what it is right now. Since right now, in this case, again, not, he's not talking about the same case as Remeir. Remember, Remeir is talking about a case where it gave birth. Rabbi Yudha is saying, in the case where it gave birth, don't discuss. In the case where it gave birth, you get to keep it. I'm just telling you that in a case where it has not yet given birth, 
I do say in that case it goes back, not because of Shina and Nekoina, because since I'm giving back the Parah, and this is still attached to the Parah, it all goes back together. Shimon says no. Shimon says it's still Shina and Kaina. Even if it's still attached, but the Mites is not the same. The Vlad did not exist when I stole the animal. The Vlad is new. The Vlad belongs to the Goslin. And you give back the animal, and then in that case, the Nigza would actually have to pay the Goslin for the value of the, of the Vlad that has not yet been born. That's one way to... That, that is where the Rav Zvid explains the Machlech of the Nebuchim. Or if Papa Amar, no. Papa says, the Kuliyama Shvach Shal Gabi Gzele de Gazanavi. Shvach doesn't make a difference. A Shinui is a Shinui, Pashup Shad. And in any case of a Shinui, we let the Gazlan keep it, even if it's still attached. The question over here is, how much does the Gazlan get? Now, normally you would have said, when we say Shinui Koina, and now this Vlad is new, so you give back the Parah, the Vlad, even if it's still attached, belongs to the Gazlan. It's a new thing. That new thing has nothing to do with the original owner. The Gazlan gets to keep it. Reb Shimon argues on that point a little bit. And therefore, it's actually an interesting point. When he said, it's not really true. The first shot of Reb Shimon, means the way it is now. Right now it's still pregnant, you give it back. And the second shot, according to Papa, means the way it was, not the way it is. Because according to Behuda, according to this Pshad, the Vlad is of the Gazlan. So it's not really Baina. It's not the way it is now. It's the way it was then. Okay. What does the Bishimin hold? Shimon says, similar to a mayor, it's not 100% clear the Svar of Shimon. Rashi doesn't say detailed. Seems to be if Shimon says, like, Takonis Hashavim, in this case, we really, we'd want to give back the animal to the Nigzel. Belongs to him. It wasn't, it's still attached to the animal, it belongs to him. But we let the Gazlan keep a little bit of it. Why? Because the generally the halacha is, if I come into work in your field, so we have a halacha called an aras, a sharecropper. A sharecropper says, I work in your field, whatever profits you make, I get 25%, 33%, 50%, depending on the deal. The same thing would be if I take care of your animal. Your animal is, uh, I, I go, I'm a shepherd, I'm taking care of your animal. The halacha would be, any animal that gets pregnant and gives birth, since I took care of the animal, any profits, meaning the animals that are born, I get a, shli, a quarter, a shlish, or, a, or a half, depending on our deal, of the animals that are born. Says Abshimon, that's what you do over here. The truth is, the Gazlan should return the animal back to the owner, either because he holds Shini and Nekaina, or because, uh, or because of the Kanas, whichever story you want to go with. But, he does give some part of that animal, or, or the, or the not necessarily the ownership, we'll see in a second, but some value that the Nigzal has to pay the Gazlan for taking care of the animal, helping to give birth. The Gazlan did that work. And if he did that work, he gets a part of it. A shmechsa, shlish revia, depending on what the normal situation here is in this in this case, in this environment, you know, in this city, what they normally pay. So we're coming out now, according to Rav Papa, the opposite of what we said in Rav Zvid. In Rav Zvid, we said Rav Yehuda says the Vlad goes back, and Rav Shimon says the Vlad is kept by the Gazan. In Rav Papa, we say the opposite. According to Yehuda, the Gazan keeps it. According to Rav Shimon, really, you should give it back. But the Nigzal has to pay the Gazan some service fee for taking care of his animal. A mechsa, shlish revia, totally the opposite. Tonight, God, we have a mission. The mission says, "Gazal parvin asabra atzlevi yolda v'rachav anita atzlevi gazal mesham kishas akzela yolda in la yolda loy val yolda in only if it gives birth lo yolda hajavena." If it does not give birth, it's mashma in our mishnah that the animal goes back, the vlad goes back to the owner. Now, why? So bishul of zvid amashvach shal gabizel the nigzal haveis lo bihudam ani bihudi. So according to zvid, that makes sense. If the animal did not give birth and the vlad is attached. 
to the para. So that's what Yehuda said. Anything still attached, even though there was a shinoi, it was still attached. It goes back. So that would fit. That mission would fit with shitish of Yehuda. Elor of Papa, the Gazan Ave. According to Papa, says really the Gazan gets. Either he gets the whole animal, or he gets a mechsel shush revia. So Hamani, Lord Yehuda, Lord of Shimon. He doesn't seem to get anything because if the animal was not born, if the animal was still attached, so then we said the most the Gazan gets, the Gazan, either the Gazan gets it all, I'm sorry, or he gets Mexico Shish Ravia. But it doesn't go back the way it is. No. When the Mishnah said it's born, you pay Kishas Gila, it could be even if it's not born. You pay Kishas Akzela, and the Vlad is owned by the Gazan, like Abiyuda said. <laughs> the reason it said the case of that it gave birth is I did the Nasaf Reisha of Yolda, Nasaf Saif, Saif, and Nami Yolda. Since in the Reisha case, the Yolda was the Shinui. In the Reisha case, it was a Paramuberis. So the whole Shinui was the Yolda. And if it had to say the case of Yolda, so in the Saif, it also said a case of Yolda. But it could be, even if it didn't give birth, the fact that it became pregnant is enough of a Shinui that the Vlad itself would be owned by the Gazlin, and he doesn't have to give it back. Again, that's the whole Machlaikis to be Yudim Shimon. In the case where it did not give birth and it's still attached, do we give it back, yes or no? But according to Papa, everybody would agree that Gazlin gets it in that case. The reason the mission didn't mention it is because it was just saying a parallel case to the Rish. Tanik Yomasad of Papa. We talk to see a Bryce which explains Rav Shimon like Rav Papa. Rav Shimon, I mean, right? I said Kihu Shumetz lebekesef, meaning lemechzos teshuvia, which is not like what Rav Zidit said. Rav Zidit said that it means the Shumetz lebekesef that you get to keep the entire Vlad, even though it's still attached. And if Papa said no, it doesn't mean you keep the whole Vlad. Means you keep a portion of the value of that Vlad based on the normal Oros type of relationship that you have. Amar Vashi, Kevin Merav Kana. Ibarlam, we have the following shayla. So according to Shimon, I just get the, the, all the sheet straight here. According to Shimon, you have an animal that you stole. It became pregnant, and you got caught. So now the question is, you're giving back the pregnant animal. Says Shimon, in that case, you give, you would normally would give back the vlad because the vlad is still attached to the animal or takana knas, etc. You give it back, but you have to pay the goslin for some, the time and effort that he put into the animal. percent. say 50%. What does that mean, 50%, says the Quran? When you say you pay that, who the shakal goslin keep a when you pay the goslin, does that mean you just pay him cash? Or does that mean he owns 50% of the vlad? Is there really a Kenyan gazelle over here and he owns 50% of the Vlad because of this work? Or is it just, stop, you owe him for the work he did like any other worker. It's nothing to do with the gazelle. The gazelle goes back, but you own cash. What's the nature of how we look at this? It sounds to be a question in the, in the Takana. In the Takana over here that we're saying that he gets some money, is the Takana that he owns part of the animal? That's the Takana Zeshavim? Or is the Takana, no, not that he owns part of the animal, that he just gets some cash for the work he did. We are punishing for the following halacha. There are three cases. The three cases where someone else owes somebody money and it went up in value, but instead of giving up, deducting it from the actual chayfets, where you could pay him off in cash. What's the classic case? What if you have a situation where a bachar only gets pishtaim and that which the father left over at the time that he died? If it went up in value afterwards, the bachar does not get pishtaim from that. Okay. So something goes, the father dies, it goes up in value. So the bachar doesn't get pishtaim in that, but he was working on it. So he doesn't get pishtaim on it, but he does get the work that he put into it. He put in work into it. So if he gets into work, he gets this mechsa shlesh Does he get that in cash? 
Or does he actually take a piece of land? Says the price, he gets cash. Doesn't get extra land because of that. If you have who's taking something away from a lokech, in that case as well, and it went up in value, he's going to take it back, he just has to pay him off in cash. He doesn't actually get to keep extra land because of the shrach. The same thing when a Balchayv is collecting the Yisraim, he only collects from the stuff the father left over. If it went up in value, he cannot collect that, but it doesn't mean that you get extra land, it means you pay it off in cash. See here also, in all this case, we're assuming that Halacha would be the same in this situation as well, that when you give Mechsel Shishravia to the Gaza, it doesn't mean he owns a piece of the animal, it just means he gets paid off in cash. Wait a second. That's all very good. You answered our Shaila by Rav Shimon. But there's a technical issue over here. You tell me the Balkhoi Velokeach takes the Shvach and then he pays him back the cash. He's allowed to collect the Shvach and he keeps the Shvach. He doesn't have to pay it back. The Shvach is, this is the land that's Meshubah to me, whatever goes on, I get to take. It seems to be a halach over here, that once the shvach grew up and it's already because it was tall enough that it gets to your shoulders, that's where Loshan comes from, it's considered like the shvach, the crop that grew is no longer attached to the land. If it's no longer attached to the land, then of course you can't take it. You only take things that are attached to the land. It's not clear if there's, it sounds like it's a dinder abundant of some sort. Rashi's not 100% clear over here. But it sounds like you could take it, in this case, you're taking it. Now, we're not saying you're not taking it. You're taking it, but you're paying back the value of it in cash. So you can't keep it, but you are allowed to take it. It's like a middle ground, like a gray area, and that's what we're talking about here. One piece. Shmuel said he could keep even the stuff which has grown tall. Even that he gets to keep, but he doesn't have to pay it at all. The question is, how much money does he owe him? Let's say he owed him $100. And the field by itself is worth $100. Then he can only take the field. He could take the crops, but he has to pay back for the crops that he took, and he pays them back in cash. But if he owed him 150 and the field together is worth 150 then, of course, he takes the field plus the crops, and he doesn't have to pay him back anything because he actually owes him the extra money. Okay, we'll pause here. We'll pick it up here tomorrow. It's right in the middle, but we'll pick it up.